The following is a Stick Boy We Talk production. The following contest scheduled for one fall. I am the man. If you smell what the rock is cooking. Welcome to the One Fall Podcast, Joshua Adam William Arbuthnot with the ultimate babyface, Mr. Joel Johnson. How's it going? The one and only head of We Talk Podcast, Morton. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's clobbering time. It's clobbering time. And watching grown men on TV rightfully cry because this was... Maybe one of the greatest moments in pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah it's definitely up there. Who wants to start? I think we're all. I think we're all very, you know, happy, very excited. Who Who wants to start? Well, I guess I'll start with the the scrum is going on right now, and Punk Punk said in the media scrum uh, at AEW, it feels like everyone shows up to have a good time. You don't need to know the details of my deal. I'm not here part time. Okay, so I was wrong on that then. You thought he would be just a part-time, I did, part-time yes. performer? I did, yes. Well, everybody's a part-time performer to a degree on, on AEW because they're... I just know. thought he was taking this movie thing very seriously. Um, just with talks that he's had the last few like you know podcasts and stuff that Dave Batista has been saying about him lately and the talks that they've had. So I thought he was taking his movie thing very seriously. And if he was then I didn't think there was room uh, in that to, you know, be a full-time wrestler. Yeah. I mean, you can always make adjustments, but uh, you know, I mean, I get the feeling, I mean, wrestling is his first love, not movies, right? You, you can definitely tell him that. He lost the love, but but he he lost the love and now he's got it back. That's clearly, that's clearly the case. He lost his smile. He lost his smile. (laughs) (laughs) Um. What was it? You you could tell because he is crying when he came out. You could tell that was a rush of emotion coming out. And CM Punk has said that uh, he's been talking to Tony Khan for about a year and a half about coming to AEW. So this yeah, has been no, a year. That about right. That sounds about right. I mean, they've always wanted him. I mean, it's funny because I mean he he wanted to go back to the WWE. You know. He had offered to them. At least that was the rumors. And Vince didn't want him. Really? Like yeah, recently? A, recently? No, this was about the time that he started working on that, uh, uh, being an analysis. Okay. Uh, analyst. Uh, about that time, uh, and, and apparently he had he had reached out to WWE, who turned him down. Uh, Vince McMahon didn't want to work with him, um, which is weird because Vince McMahon is always being, hey. What whatever draws money, but you know say, Vince, nowadays Vince nowadays yeah now nowadays uh, you know they're not going to draw more money with punk really than with less money with punk. You know, I mean they're they're making the money from television, so maybe that's why he didn't care. But, I'm sure uh, Vince saw that tonight, and I mean who knows Vince? Maybe just like oh it's just a side act. Who gives a shit? You'd have to think assume there was one side of regret in in Vince on uh, not getting that and if you're you know we've said it many times like Adam Cole I don't know if he's made his decision coming into the pay-per-view on Sunday yet but if you're someone like Adam Cole or you're someone like Pete Dunn whose contract's about to run up how are you seeing this and being like yeah I want to stay here well I mean he's exactly right when he says that everybody's there to have a good time and that goes for the people rustling as well as the fans you know I mm-hmm. mean just the crowd reaction 
you know, you just don't see crab reactions like that very often. But if you're going to see it, it feels like the only place you're going to see it right now is, you know, in, well, I suppose we saw it sort of for Cena when he came back. But, yeah. uh, well, not like this. I mean, AEW is getting consistently getting the crowd reactions. The crowd's having fun. They're cheering and chanting. They're even singing. Now they're singing Cult of Personality at the end of the song. Like at the end of a segment. <laughs> like, they're just there to have a good time. I think I said to Joel on Wednesday, it feels like a party. Yeah, it really it, does. It, it feels like a party. A private like, party. It just, huh. It just like, you're just kind of just like, I want to be there and I want to enjoy that. Yeah, and get, NXT yeah. felt like that for a while. They did, yeah. But, uh, you know, obviously they've lost that. Now they're going back to the Performance Center permanently. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just a sterile environment, you know. I mean, I'm so curious. I mean, they did this really smart. That was what impressed me. They had Punk open it, and they went to a 90-second commercial. Enough time for people to call people, text yep. people tweet people all this stuff and to get them to turn on the tv or change the channel and i bet you a lot of people did well i was telling joel and i'm not trying to be a debbie downer here but like the last time i went on my timeline and i just saw a consistent thing that wasn't like a super bowl or like an nba finals or something and it was like one big event that everybody was talking about the last and i just couldn't see anything else on my twitter stream the last time i had that was kobe dying and yeah. obviously this is a much happier moment, but like, I, I couldn't go on my Twitter stream anywhere. Like even people that didn't know anything about wrestling, I was seeing them like, who was CM Punk? Cause this literally just blew Twitter up. It was the, it, there's no shadow of my doubt tonight that this was the biggest pop culture moment of the night. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, there's no obviously. question. I mean, obviously, if you look at the, the Twitter trends, aren't the end of the world and be all, but if you look at it, Throughout the day, even it's been Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Cold Personality, Straight Edge, Rampage, AW. SummerSlam has not been on that, which is tomorrow, by the way. And we'll talk about it. And it's an okay show. You not know, Daniel Bryan, by the way. Just yeah. uh, give you the chance to make that correction. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. I'm we'll all be kidding. doing stuff like that for a little while. Yes. Yeah. Uh, SummerSlam will be a fun show and we'll talk about it in the next pod, but this just felt like something. So like Joel was asking me more and I wonder if you have an answer. He's like, when's the last time you had an anticipation like this and then a pop. And the only thing I could think of in the last handful of years was when the rock returned. Yeah. I mean, this was, this was similar to that. Yeah. In some ways this was even bigger though. I think it was bigger. I, I, I think it is. Yeah. Cause I think there was always the feeling the rock would return. Yeah. Whereas with CM Punk, it was, I mean, I, I mean, I, I had first said, I mean, I think, you know, even on this podcast, I had said, I think he's coming back someday. I think he'll have another match. And, you know, I think he'll go into the WWE Hall of Fame or something like that. I don't think he's totally You said that this point. year, by the way, on the Did year I? end review, I asked both of you and I went back and found it, listened to it. And I'll see if I can dig up the audio by the end of the night here. I said, well, CM Punk be an AW and you both said no. And so did I, so did I. Well, and that's the thing is I had said it for a long time. And then in the last couple of years, I was like, no, I don't think he's ever coming back. I think he's yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Like, because it had been so long and people just don't come back. And I got to say, he looks good. You know, he's 42 years old, yep. but uh, you know, he looks in good shape. Um, what he fought at what uh, did he fight at middleweight in UFC? Yes, I believe so. So yeah, I mean, I'm you know he looks like he looks like about the middleweight size, but it's not going to matter in AEW. It's not going to matter no. against Darby Allen. Uh, it's also good to see when when he brought up Darby, Darby got a huge pop and got Darby chance instead mm-hmm. of getting booed. I was worried he was going to get booed out of the building, but but you know people love Darby. They just yeah, want to see do. the match. They do well, and I mean you look at it, and it goes back to the point about Vince passing on Punk and being like, man, pro wrestling. Wrestling Tees and Shop AEW is still down. The sites are busted, and we're an hour and a half past this. Everyone wants those freaking T-shirts, and Pro Wrestling Tees has already come out and said, we got plenty of them. You guys don't have to worry. You, I will be getting one of those shirts. I'll definitely be getting one of those shirts. Uh, just 
simply because it's like this is this is surreal because I never thought this would happen. And I remember when the reports came in from Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com, who deserves a ton of credit for being one of the ones to really break this story. And then uh, the gentleman at Bodyslam.net to really drive it home and add on the Brian part. Um, I mean, this 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 was a roller coaster because you're like ah he's not coming back he's not coming there's no way cm punk phil brooks is coming back there's no way okay there's maybe a chance all right derby said best in the world they run in the united center eh, there's a chance there's a chance there's a chance oh kenny has a cookie monster shirt on okay okay i i think that they, they better not be screwed with me. They better not be. Oh, he's got a chick magnet shirt on. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but, but everyone else sending up Jericho sent out a tweet just before it started saying it's clobbering time. And then they started the show. Perf- Man, it was, it was goosebumps. It was goosebumps. It was an incredible moment. Uh, and the one thing that, you know, you think about it. So Punk's been gone seven years. Seven years, seven and a half years. Um and you got to think when he talked about, I had to get better. I had to get well mentally, physically, spiritually, all those things had to happen. And you think of first he had had to just step away from being uh, from wrestling for a bit in WWE. He didn't think he'd get fired. Then he got fired. Uh, then with him getting canned, then he had the lawsuits and he had to deal with all that crap them posting pictures of him his ass on wwe.com to try to drive a point and try to get sympathy in a case they wouldn't win that dragged on and then he had like three years i'd say probably three years of just being away from it finally having everything settled because i think they finally settled the case a couple months uh before aw really went live with their their weekly tv show so I'm sure that Punk needed all this time and Punk couldn't have come back without an audience. Like there's no way Punk wasn't going to show up without an audience. So COVID probably made this drag on a little bit longer, but you think it took that amount of time to rest up, recover and get to the point where he was ready to go. And I think he's ready to go. And I, from everything I read on uh, his performance on Heels, uh, it sounds like he's, he's in great in-ring shape. And it sounds like he hasn't missed a step. And I mean, we see, yeah, Punk was never the most athletically gifted guy in ring. But I think, I think we're going to see, I, I'm really looking forward to All Out and him and Darby. I think that's going to be a really fun match. And I don't know who wins it, but it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. No, Punk has to win. Darby can lose and he still gets the rub. As long as it's a good, as long as it's a hell of a match and it will be. So Punk yeah. has to win. I mean, I, I don't think there's any question there, but I think one of the things that was most interesting was when he said, well, one thing, okay, he he buried the WWE without really burying the WWE. You know what I mean? Yep. Like he could have he could have gone a lot more into that and he didn't. He just made his point. Uh, when he said, you know, I had I had to leave the place that made me sick in the first place. I understood because that's how I felt my last job and I got it. You know, and uh, I think it's very significant that he said he's there for the young guys, you know, because there's a lot of people he could wrestle, but I mean, maybe it's not Kenny Omega, maybe it's Jungle Boy, maybe it's, you know, Sammy Guevara. I mean, it's, it's the young guys. That's what he's uh, been MJF. saying too, right? That's what he's been saying in every podcast you listen to. That's been what he's been saying. He is the young guys. Yeah, he's there for the young guys. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do think we still get some of those bigger matches because those are, those, those would be money. Those would absolutely be money. But I think, I think he's there to help. I think this is his chance to get back to pro wrestling. I think that's what this is. This, this uh, final section of his career is about giving back to the younger guys. To well, help. When he's when he was willing to go back to the WWE, I think that proved he was willing to give back. He wanted to give back the fans. I think he appreciated all the years of support that they never stopped chanting. You know, and uh, and that I mean, he wants to give back. That's that's pretty obvious. Um, yeah, it's 
my question for you guys is now, I mean, now that it's happened, what do you guys think the rating will be? I said 1.5. I'm sticking with it. I think it'll be 1.5. I think this, I think this does an incredible number and it was brilliant marketing by them because they didn't have to say he was there yet. Everyone knew he was there because of all the buzz, all the online. And you just, I, I just can't get over the guy crying in the audience. And I'm sure there were probably other guys crying. Cause that me, <laughs> <laughs> that was such an incredibly emotional moment and release that has been seven and a half years in the making. And I, I, I think emotion sells and I think this is going to bring in a lot of people. And I think that this is going to, uh, this could potentially drag in some of those lapsed wrestling fans. Cause they're going to see this. And they're going to be like, Holy crap. Punk's back. This is awesome. And they're going to want to watch it. There will be some people that were WWE fans that checked it out for punk. There will be some people that were punk fans that checked it out because of punk. Um, you know, and then I think they put on a good show afterwards. I think that tag match they had afterwards was really good and everything. They showed off some of their young stars. So, I mean, they did that, but I'm, I'm kind of wondering, I'm kind of thinking, tell you the truth. That I'm thinking about 1.2 now. I'm, I'm going down 1.2, 1.3. I, I think what we're going to see is, I think you're going to see a bigger bump for Dynamite. Because mm-hmm. Dynamite's the one where people go, oh, okay, I missed this. I don't want to miss it a second time. Yeah, I think you could see a bigger bump for Dynamite. Nick does a, just a massive rating because he's going to be there. I mean, you can you can have Punk show up on Dynamite now. You can have you you could boost uh, darker elevation numbers. You could be a Punk. Hey, you want to want to work with so and so, the small little indie guy that uh, we got in? You want to do a darker elevation? Like he's he's a way that you can get eyeballs on other people that you want to start seeing what you have like this is this is a tremendous tremendous get for AEW. like this is this is this is a game changer as punk said you uh pro wrestling needed a kick in the dick and uh i think he's absolutely that kick that it's needed when and does I the think- bloom come off the rose though when does it get to the point where and in, 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 in the sense of that i mean oh yeah punk's on tv like how long before we get to that because i mean you kind of have that already with Andrade. It's like, oh yeah, Andrade's on AEW. That's cool. And I'm not saying it's bad. Like, you know, they're still awesome that Andrade's on there. But even Malachi Black is like, cool, Malachi Black's on there. Now Punk is a different level of that. But eventually, the bloom will come off the rose. You're like, cool, CM Punk's in AEW. That's cool. And he won't be like the big draw of it. And we'll just kind of go into the pile of what all of AEW is. I don't know about that. I mean... I mean, when you get to be a certain level of star, I mean, it's like when, I mean, as, as long as what you do is interesting, a guy like that can draw. I mean, I, I look at Hulk Hogan and WCW. He went there and it was big and then it eventually became, yes, he's just, you know, okay, he's there because, mm-hmm. you know, and then they turned him heel and then things got fresh again. And so it's all depends on what you do with him. I mean, yes, there will be a point where the bloom comes off the rose, but if you're telling interesting storylines, he can still be a draw. You know, it, it's a matter of growing the audience consistently, not about having, you know, a mass of 2 million people watch this week and 1 million watch the next week. It's a matter of consistently adding 5, 10%, you know, on a year, on a yearly basis with a good product, with uh, named stars and developing your younger talent. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I mean, I think that they, I, like I said, I think they can do that because they they are doing that. And, you know, that's that's really the basis of the product is is you know mixing the young guys with the with the older guys and just consistently giving you a good product uh, week in week out. It it definitely feels right now, without a shadow of a doubt, that it's the the product in wrestling. Like it's it's weird, and you know, as we're doing this <laughs> to break the fourth wall, and we're to CM Punk. I'm editing the graphic for our SummerSlam pod that we're going to do after this. And I'm just going through that. And I'm just like, man, that crowd tomorrow is going to be so weird. Cause number one, I'm going to ask you guys, like there's going to be CM Punk chance there tomorrow. You would think, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Like it's going to overshadow. It's going to overshadow the show in some ways. Just the news of everything to the point of like, I wonder on the bump or something if they'll even mention it. Probably won't. But like, I, I just think there's a complete overshadow, and it's funny you think about what their answer is for like Monday Night Raw. What are they going to do for Big Draw? They have Logan Paul on. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is a draw. So I think there's one where it's like getting to be less and less. <laughs> It, they've obviously drawn a line in the sand, right? And we'll, and we'll get to that in a bit. But the the entrance music too was great, and you know, we we you and I and Joel obviously were talking about if the static would be there, static was still there. And I just love that he ticked it in, and I love that he didn't do his clobbering time yet. I really like that he didn't do that yet. He didn't because have a was, match yet. No, didn't have a match yet. He didn't need to use it yet, and so that was great. And I because I saw some people on Twitter like, "Dude, it's clobbering time." I'm like, "There's no need yet." Because it's not clobbering time, it's talking time. It's pipe bomb time. Well, this wasn't the pipe bomb. Like I say, he didn't really bury anybody no. the way he could have. No. no, I love the fact that the, the the ice cream bars, like all of it, was just it was just a bunch of nice touches. Yeah. And wrestling needs feel good moments. Sports needs feel good moments. You know. And well, Mo, Mo, Sportsnet tweeted this out, so which was kind of funny. I'm did sure. They? Yep. yep interesting yeah that's very interesting because they're the you know exclusive partners with wwe in canada mm-hmm. and uh i was asking though. joel i was like during smackdown you have to imagine a smackdown that roster was somewhere either running back to the hotel to go see it or on their phones and seeing it or whatever like i almost wondered if vince and kevin dunn and all them put a tv on because they were interested in it all I doubt it, but I'm interested. I bet you the first thing Vince McMahon thought is, see, this is why we don't use outside music now, because then they can copy it. Yeah. I bet you that was his first thought. Probably. You know. You're um, not wrong. No, I mean, I, it, I, then again, I'm also, I'm not sure he would have watched it. He might just hear about it, or he might watch it later. Yeah. Um, I bet you wonder watched think, it. I would think, though, you would, you would try and make it a I mean, I don't know if you try and make it available for the uh, for the talent there, but I mean, yes. I mean, I think obviously, even if they run back to their to their uh, hotel rooms, they're going to miss it because it was the first segment. I would imagine a lot of people watching it on their phone, yeah, or they're just either way. It's going to be on YouTube. I, I can't imagine how many views this is going to get on YouTube. What do you guys think there? Three well, let's see. Let's see what the one Twitter video has right now from AW. Second, right. I'm going to go find it really quick because I sent it to Joel because we're going to be using that for the, you obviously all heard that at the very front of the audio. So currently that video, what do you think that video has right now, Morton? The the Twitter video of his entrance. 500,000 views. Joel, what is your guess? Uh, 600,000. 1.5 million. Wow. Wow, I can't yeah. imagine where this is going to get to. It yeah. could, yeah, I mean, it could do five, ten million. Yeah, I think it, I think by tomorrow morning that video will probably be four or five million. And let's see if there is a a YouTube video on it. It just kind of goes to you know, told Joel like I'm not getting into this the the thing that Roman said about Punk not being a draw because I think it's a stupid conversation. I just think it's a, a silly one to have. I don't think it's worth. <laughs> having a debate about i just think it's a waste of time like so after stuff you see on with skip and shannon or Stephen a smith and max debate about sometimes like this is a stupid conversation not to have but you clearly saw in here if you're looking the last handful of years the undeniable biggest draws in wrestling to me from like the 80s till now and correct correct me if i get anyone wrong and i'm talking about over like rover merchandise unbelievable sellers and tell me if i'm if i'm missing anyone morton uh, and Joel, uh, Hogan, Warrior, Austin, Rock, Punk, and Brian for a second. Now, am I missing anybody in there? I would say Randy Savage. Oh, and John Cena. Piper. And John, I forgot John Cena. I would say Piper and Savage as well. Sure. Definitely Piper, or definitely, yeah, both of them. I would say both of them. If you did them. the top three, if I did the top five draws in the last years, I'd go Hogan and Austin, Rock, Punk, and NWO. Maybe Cena's in there. Mm, Cena wouldn't be in there. 
he, he no. was a he yeah. no it, it, Cena consistently sold because he had his his audience low kids he consistently sold merchandise to, at, at a level and and I mean but the product continued to lose popularity even at the time he was on top mm-hmm. you know um, he was the one who who was the one who probably kept it from getting worse but it's not like he drew in new people to the level that you know a guy like Austin brought in or anything like that so uh, I might not if I if you're asking me over the last 20 years I might not have the rock in there just because because mm-hmm. he's um, not around yeah he's not around very long and yeah. Austin Austin uh, you know gets a lot of the credit for at the same period for uh, you know being the bigger draw the um, uh, the YouTube video by the way is a hundred thousand right now but <laughs> I think that's because in all fairness people are just on Twitter more and it's just so much easier to share the video on Twitter right It'll get up there. I'm yeah. I'm sure it'll get up there. If it's at hundred thousand, it'll get up there. I mean, we're you know, not far from the end of the show here. Apparently, and Tony Khan just said he there was a conversation about bringing Punk beforehand without the fans. Oh, that would have been a huge mistake. That would have been a huge mistake. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk says uh, AEW didn't have to prove anything to him. He was more about uh, it was more about him being open to it. He wanted to dip his toes in with the WWE backstage. He blames Renee Paquette for him returning to wrestling because she encouraged him to do backstage. So it's all Renee's fault. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we I guess we thank her. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, again, this is such a missed opportunity by WWE because him appearing in WWE and facing Roman Reigns, that would have been money. That would have been big. Him versus Adam Cole. Him versus uh, Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle. The list goes on and on and on and on. And the shirts they could have sold, the, the 24 that they could have done on Punk's return, there's so much money that is, it's evaporated now. It's evaporated and it's sitting in Tony Khan's lap. Well, this, the thing is though, I mean, if they had got punk, is there any of you who don't think to yourself they would have blown it? Of course. Oh, I think they, oh, I think they would have blown it. They would have blown it. They would have had a really cool first entrance. That, like, the first night, like tonight, would have been great. There's no doubt about that, right? Like, for sure, the first night would have been awesome. And they would have let him have a mic. Yeah, and especially in Chicago. They would have let him just do all the stuff that he did tonight. No no, no doubt about that, right? No. Um, but after that, uh, who knows? Oh, it would have, it, it would have, it, you know that this is, I've got a pretty good feeling that this is going to work. I think Punk is going to work. Oh, this is going to work. 100% it's going to work. 100%. Punk is, Punk is going to enjoy. I think there's going to be freedom with everybody. I think there's going to be the flexibility. Uh, here's a question for you. Is Punk just going to wrestle for AEW or is he going to make an appearance in New Japan in any way, shape, or form? When I don't think he'll be in New Japan. No? You no, think, I don't think so. You think he'll be just happy to be in AEW? I think he'll, be, I think he'll just be in AEW, yeah. I mean... I... I yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I think that uh, whereas I think that the challenge of the G1, something like that, appeals to uh, someone like Daniel Bryan. I think, I think that's, I don't know, feels too, too heavy on the body to me for CM Punk, to be honest yeah. with you. By the way, if if Brian was going to do the G1, because now Brian, it moved to, everything moves to Brian now for anticipation. Um, when is the G1? Uh, I think it's in September. Okay, so it's coming up here. Yeah, like, and they and they are looking for star power. Boy, are they looking for star power? Yeah, they really are. They really yeah. are. Uh, he just because the scrum is happening as we're recording this, but uh, it also came out that Punk said the roster uh, and the people around AEW not saying anything about Brody Lee's illness before his passing made a big impression on him. Really? Mm. Yeah. Really? 
the way they handled that, they handled that with so much class and dignity. And it's good to know that that, that, uh, that made an impact with him. Well, one of you guys said that too, uh, for the show too, that, that, that show would send a lot of ripples going forward of how the, that show was handled compared to, you know, other deaths in the past that have happened in New York and how those deaths have been handled. Like who gets the graphic? Who gets the package? We have, we decide. Yeah. And it's like, why, why are you deciding? Like someone died. Let's just pay respect. Yeah. Why don't you have a, a beautiful Bobby graphic, you know? Yeah. You know, for boob. Yeah. It's, it's all, uh, <laughs> yeah i mean that's I, I don't want to bury wwe but but no it's just the dub it's just that aw it makes you feel good and i think it makes the wrestlers feel good they feel respected you and know and you guys know i'm team wwe i'm still the yeah. wwe guy of our podcast and i'm just like man it's getting hard to be this guy in this on the wallfall podcast it's hard to be the wwe stan on here because i'm really Man, after nights like tonight, I'm like, man, I really, what? Why am I cheering for this company still at times? Yeah, I know, I know. God bless the women's division because fuck, and it's yeah. not even the women's division. It's God bless the Sasha Banks and that side of it. Other than that, like fuck. I know, I know. You know, it's uh, yeah, I really don't want to bury them, but it's 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 tough. Honestly, it's if Sasha wasn't in WWE, I think I would almost be out. Sasha is one of the few reasons I want to stay because she's my favorite current performer right now is Sasha. Uh, if there wasn't a Sasha on that show, I don't know how much I'd want to, you know, or even like a, a Bailey or a Becky coming back. The women are what's holding that up. And as you saw tonight with someone like Jade and Kira Hogan, that side is changing. And I, I, I it brings me all to the side of, do we potentially see maybe AJ Lee now getting back in the ring? I was gonna ask you guys that. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna ask you that. That to, that to me is very interesting. Mm-hmm. That possibility. Yeah. I don't think so. I think why she's, not? I think she was physically pretty beat up uh, towards the end because she talked about it a lot in her book. Just her body being really beaten up. Uh, maybe the time off has helped, but I think yeah, she's I done think... some stunts and some movies and stuff now. She recently talked about it a while ago that she's done some stunts and sure her body is feeling better. Well, it's been seven years. It's got to feel better. Yeah, you know? like Paige. Paige has been talking lately. Like her body is, you know, Paige has a long way to go, but her body. She's Paige has been saying her body's been feeling better. Yeah, Paige I mean, you saw really what, what happened to, to Edge. Again. You saw what happened to Edge, so I'm not going to rule out anything because I Edge is the one that I'm like, there's not a fucking chance in the world that guy is done. And now he's and now he's dumping blood on people. Now he's dumping blood on people. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I I I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there. And I I I think she's moved on in her life, but I mean, maybe maybe seeing Punk happy is gonna well, spread the. Uh, you don't think she was there backstage tonight? Of course she was. Of oh, course yeah. she was. You don't think she saw that pop? You don't think she sees this company and, and you know? I mean, if there's any... She loved wrestling. WWE killed it for her just like they killed it for Punk. But uh, she the, loved Bella, the Bellas helped that too. The Bellas uh, yeah, are not innocent. Her. The Bellas are not innocent in that as much as I love the Bell, like, you know, love the Bellas in a, in a certain way, but Nikki and Bree definitely took that out of her. Oh yeah, they are not. Absolutely. They are not innocent. They are not innocent in that at all. But you know, I mean, I just think I think she is. I don't see her coming back for a full time run like Punk. No, but a, a one off match. I, I, I think it's it. just a matter. They need to get. They just need to get the star big enough for her to be her comeback to be huge. Mm-hmm. And you know she needs the dance partner, and Britt Baker's getting pretty damn close to being there. Yep, she sure fucking is. Yeah, and boy, they really do have something with Jade Cargo. Oh, absolutely. She she can be their Brock Lesnar. She's the woman Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I think so. Somebody else WWE passed on, <laughs> and she begged them. And that yeah. and that one's too. That one's on Hunter, by the way. Hunter passed on her. Not just Vince. Hunter did. 
Hunter looked at her and saw the saw China, I guess. Yeah. Thought we don't need another one of those. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want another one of those. <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of funny because I don't think we've brought it up on the podcast, but have you seen the thing, Morton, that's been going around a little bit with uh, everything? Uh, there was a clip that involved uh, Julia Hart and uh, Hunter from back uh, the night of the Montreal Screwjob. Julie Hart, not Julia. Julie. Julie, Julie. Julia Hart's the girl with uh, the varsity blondes. Damn it. Uh, uh, have you seen that clip from the, the Montreal Screwjob where she's talking to Hunter? Well, yeah, I mean, it was in Rustling with Shadows and if it's yeah. the same one, uh, yeah. More or less, she said, what's going to, yeah, Karma's going to come and get you, Hunter. Karma's going to come get you, exactly. Eh. And that clip has really been circulating a lot lately because of everything that's happened into NXT. It's kind of well, look what funny. happened with him in Punk, right? Like he he did the thing in the office, smirking at Punk and everything. And now Punk got a massive reaction, and Hunter's this is probably the lowest Hunter has been in terms of. Oh, he gets where, his last. We're going to talk about the next pod. Like he gets his last ever NXT show Sunday. And then NXT is different for going forward. It's the end of an era. It is the end of an era. So it's a good time for people to want to get out. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I mean, as far as Punk goes, like I, I look back at when he had Brian and he had Ryder in, in the ring with him. And I wouldn't be shocked when we get Brian uh, Danielson uh, back in that ring, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we have a Matt Cardona, Brian, CM Punk moment again of where they are now compared to what Punk wanted. And I, you know, when Punk was talking about, I left Ring of Honor, the place I went to. And I think, you know, after Money in the Bank happened and the summer of Punk happened, I really do feel like he thought he was going to change WWE for what he thought he could get it to. And he fought, I think, really, really hard for what AEW is now, I think he had that image that is that's what it could be and that he could have that. Well, unfortunately, I mean, that's the thing is he didn't he, win. He, yeah. He also had that advocate, Paul Heyman, at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Paul Heyman was booking uh, OVW at the time, you know, when he came in there. And, and uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I do, I agree with you. I think he thought he could make a difference or he's hoping he could. But I think yeah. most of them enter that way thinking, I hope I can make a difference and change this culture. But yeah. uh, you can't, you yeah. know, you just can't. It's like having the, the shitty boyfriend, you know, like I can change them. And it's like, no, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I'm going to save it. him. I'm going to change I'm, him. Yeah, I'm yeah, the one. Exactly. I'm the one is like, no, you're not. And, and look, he came pretty darn close because the summer of punk was the most exciting thing. And just all, all day to day, just the anticipation of it all day uh, was on my mind. It's the only time truth is being talked on television in WWE. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the only time. Yep. You know, other than I guess that Daniel Bryan promo from NXT. Yep. And uh, that guy's the next guy. I mean, if Bryan hasn't signed yet, I wonder if they're just like, hey, Bryan, we will give you like all the monies. I think he's signed. Or I think if he, is if he hasn't signed, yeah. Yeah, I think he's Sean Ross Sapp, I think, said that he had it. Did he not, Joel? Uh, I cannot confirm that, but I believe, I think there's been something more or less said where Punk, uh, Brian has signed as well. Mm-hmm. I believe that came from Bodyslam.net, uh, and he's been fairly uh, accurate with everything AW and these big signings. And they just reported that there's another big signing behind uh, Brian. Is that Flair? So, uh, no, that is, they they did not name names, and that came from I believe his body slam. It may have been a, a actually it was the Observer. Meltzer said that there's another big name behind Punk and Brian. I wonder if it's I wonder if it's Strowman. No, it's got to be Cole. Got to be Cole. Hmm. Hey, we got the new NWO: Punk, Brian, and Cole. <laughs> it's a, either it's way. A, I mean. I think Bray Wyatt's going to end up there, you know, uh, Rotundo Wyndham or Wyndham. Yep. Is he Wyndham Rotundo or Rotundo Wyndham? I'm not He's sure. Wyndham and Rotundo, and, and his it? brother, I would not be surprised if Bo is by his side this time around. Could could very well happen. Yeah, and JoJo secretly got released up, too, by the way. JoJo secretly yeah, got released. Know, so JoJo could be right by his side. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, could happen. Hey. It's just a company with momentum, and it's going to be fun to see how much they can grow. Mm-hmm. Um, when they started up, I, I thought they would grow and then settle into about 1.2 million on Dynamite. You know, I think that was my prediction at the time. I, I thought they mm-hmm. would, you know, eventually grow to that pace, but that it feels like they could, I never saw them getting this much big name talent. I just no. never did. Uh, I thought they would, I thought they would mainly be doing it with the Bucks and Kenny and, and what new talent they could get. And then they might get a couple of guys who were mid carters in the WWE who could come over guys like Matt Cardona, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I never saw them getting this, these main event level uh, guys from but the WWE. WWE helped them, and, right? I mean, we talk about the cuts and now you're telling the story about punk was like, Hey, I'd like to come back. Like that's more or less another cut to me. You cut off your own arm. Right. I mean, you could be in such a better place of where you are and you know, Fox probably would have given you the money for punk too. I don't think they would have blinked at that. No, and if I'm, if I, if I'm a Fox right now, right. I'm like, we are a day from your second biggest show of the year on the go home show on our network. And Nobody freaking cares about what's on our network. They're only talking about what's on an hour after, like a, a minute after our show's done. On a cable network. On a cable network. Why? What's going on? Like we bought you because we thought you were the biggest thing. And now all you are is a brand name. That's all you are. You are a name in a library. You are what Eric Bischoff wanted on the beach for WCW. Was the name and the brand name and, and the tape library. That's where you are right now. If Tony bought you, because the cons do have more money than McMahon's, <laughs> they have the, the everybody's biggest asset right now. Roman's great. Sasha Banks is great. Drew is great. Your biggest asset right now is your tape library and your name. And the way that the crowd has reacted, the way they reacted on Dynamite with the Judas side of things, and the, the way that they reacted to CM Punk right now, I don't know why any talent specifically after, you know, we've seen so many things in AW, but just in, in a 48 hour gap of seeing what the Jericho match was with the Judas effect and the, them all singing it, singing Judas and now seeing what punk's comeback was like and how they treated him. Why would any talent want to go anywhere else and seeing also what's happened to Paul White and Mark Henry, you know, Mark Henry's had a little bit of a sluggish start in broadcast, but he got better this week, you know, He's a little better I, this week, yeah. He's learning, right? And I there. think if Vince did one week of that, he's like, fuck him, he's done. God damn it. To me, to me, what it is 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 that Punk comes out and has that, you know, yep. promo and has that great reaction. Then afterwards, you come out with uh, Private Party and uh, and uh, the Jurassic Express, and they have a very good match. They have a cracker mm-hmm. of a match, you know, and uh, a lot of flippy stuff, sure. I mean, I saw somebody complaining about that, you know, oh, mm-hmm. a lot of flippies. But the fact was it was over with the crowd. And I guarantee you there's a lot of guys who are watching that who are going, I would love to do that. I could do that, but I'm not allowed to. Because that's the thing is there's no limits put on Jurassic Express and Private Party on that match. You know, they're not told to work a certain style or to not go, not do too much and in, in, that they might show up the main eventer. Did, you know? Morton, did, did Tony Khan save American pro wrestling? I don't know if he saved it, but he's certainly given it a, a, a kick in the dick. Joel? <laughs> uh, I, you know, that's that's probably a couple of years down the line question, but it definitely feels like... Since NXT was so good, I'll say no. Mm-hmm. Is this in the that... night where that you feel like now, if ever, WWE looks at it as, okay, maybe now we have to... Do you think... Now they take it as competition a little bit no, now. No, no, Still no, no. What what would because, it take? Uh, it would take Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins both showing up. No, this... That wouldn't that wouldn't do it. I'll tell you what it would take. It would take like when, like when there's a hockey brawl, people saying it looks like something from AEW, not something mm. from WWE. Well, that happened That's this week though. Take. That was happening this week on NFL Network. Like that, uh, Justin Fields came in and they said, Justin Fields coming in almost as anticipated as what we're going to see here in Chicago this Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's 
that had the drive them crazy. And on uh, Sports Center on ESPN, I think the other night, Chicago with a home run, and it was all elite like this Friday. Stuff like is, that, what you it, know, what is it driving is, them it's crazy. The idea, the idea that they have established a place in pop culture, that's yeah. when they'll be seen as, comp- as competition. I think they you can know? do it. It'll take a while, you know. Uh, it'll still take a while, but but yeah, they're they're doing everything in the right way, you know. I mean, they 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 get YouTube views, they get uh, you know good ratings. They uh, they're they're gonna have a video game out. They got that manager video game, which has had a ton of downloads. This already. video game is going to be ridiculous, especially if they have New Japan people in it. Like, there's a minor rumor I had saw kind Ooh, of. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Or impact wrestlers, like it could be, and the way the roster's going, especially if they're going to like hold off for Punk or Brian or Adam Cole or Pete Dunne, who are Pete Dunne and Adam Cole's contracts are both obviously coming up, and potentially Strowman coming up as well. I I would say in the in the next handful of weeks, I don't know if we'll see Buddy Murphy there for sure. I I guess I would say by all out, I would say I feel one hundred percent CJ Perry will be in the company. Oh yeah. I, that's an automatic. Yeah. You have Stroman, to feel like they're waiting for Kip Sabian yeah. to come back to be with CJ Perry is there. And then you have uh, husband Penelope. and wife feud, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I, because well, whoever uh, Miro faces it all out, that's when the hot wife will come out. Stroman, I'm like 80%. Where are you guys for Stroman for, for AW in the next three weeks here? I don't He's, see it happening. I just no? don't see it happening. Number one, there was that, you know, Talk about you know the, the the his mobility, yeah, you know being already compromised. And number two, I just is he over? Sort of. Is he a great worker? He's better than uh, than he I ever thought he would be. But you already have some big guys, and especially uh, you know you already have Lance Archer, who they who they clearly love, you know. And I, I think I don't I don't think you need too many of those guys. I think you've already got it covered. Right. I'd be I'm very interested to see. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Strowman. I don't know if Strowman wants to go there. But uh, just touching back on the video game, I'm AEW. I'm reaching out to Impact. I'm talking to AAA, and I'm talking to New Japan. I'm going, hey, you know, we're going to have this game. Would you guys be cool putting a couple of your guys here and putting a couple That's guys? Right. Here? It'll be AEW versus the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you my favorite can... game back in the day, by the way, WCW versus the World, because mm-hmm. it had all the Japanese guys and stuff. Yep, you and you can talk to them because th- they get a piece of the pie without having to do any real work. Two million views now, gentlemen. Two point one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's just going to keep climbing. But you Sports can... Center had the video up too. Sports Center did their own video, and that one's a two point two. ESPN has the video. It's a two point. ESPN has a video and it's two point five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What about the YouTube video? What's it at now? Uh, YouTube video is. That doesn't count very quickly. Also, YouTube. Yeah. YouTube video now is at two hundred fifty k. In twenty minutes, a half hour. Yeah. 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 So by tomorrow, it'll be at a million. So. Isn't, this isn't is it just, good to have wrestling feel fun again? Isn't yes. it good to have wrestling feel oh my like God. again? Yes. Isn't it good to have something to look forward to? Is is the year review just going to be <laughs> best re- the best? I can't even finish my sentence. The best of AEW is always the best be. of AEW and the worst I mean, of WWE. How much are you guys looking forward to this to the all out? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's good. I'm not here. I'm away. I'm going to uh, Jay's stuff in Toronto that week. So I probably won't see when I get home. And I, I was actually like, man, I really need this trip because there's a certain someone I haven't seen for like 20 months, but man, I need to find a way to watch this show. And that Sunday you need to find a way to watch it. Maybe somebody will have it on. Yeah. I'm just you like, know, well, I'm going to just get it on my way. iPad. I think and like, when, you know, if we go to bed early or whatever, or wake up early in the morning and just watch I'm like, all right, I need to watch the show now. Absolutely. I'm I'm excited. And uh, Punk mentioned Jungle Boy, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks as people he wants to work with. And he also said, who knows who else is coming? Well, Tony probably knows. (laughs) Well, and and I've had had three friends that did not watch AEW yet. They're big WWE people. And they finally relented and watched uh, this show tonight because of Punk. 
and they've been texting me the whole time like I, I relented and they're like holy hell like this atmosphere reminds me of the attitude era like this reminds oh, me yeah. of why i wanted to be a wrestling fan and this just seems like fun and like i what then they're like tell me what's going on like who is this and who is this and who is this i'm just like whoa like <laughs> we'll explain i'll talk to you tomorrow but like it, it i feel like they brought in a whole new set of fans and you know, with that rock comeback in 2011, you didn't really have Twitter the way it was. And just feeling the Twitter bubbling the last few days uh, was something I've never really seen before. It, it, it honestly felt bigger than any WrestleMania combination outside of maybe Brian, but even the anticipation for that was unmatched to what this is just the, the bubbling. I haven't felt anything like this since like, maybe like, the Connor and Floyd fight was the last time I felt this much pop culture buzz about a combat thing. Yeah, that might be it. You know, you're right. You Honestly, be right. Because there's you been no be WrestleMania right. that's buzzed like just like, oh yeah, it's WrestleMania, it's gonna be good. But like combat sport-wise, outside of like, you know, maybe Connor and Habib was kind of there but i think the way that connor and floyd took everything out that's what punk felt about and it was like the anticipation of building everything up even when brent came back to wb it feels nothing like this did this was something i've just never ever experienced before and i and, and you know I've, if you're yeah oh go ahead no and and, and we're gonna I, it's too bad nwa doesn't have more fans because flair coming back to nwa is going to be something equal as special that we're gonna get in a few weeks that's pretty cool, yeah. And yeah. don't be disappointed if they only do like eight hundred or nine hundred thousand viewers, because, like I say, I think it's the the, the showing up on Sports Center, uh, being tweeted out and being seen by two and a half yeah. million. Where you're going to really see it is on Dynamite. Dynamite's rating is going to be the oh, I missed this, I don't want to miss it again, and that's where you're going to see the the huge bump. I think. And Damn Punk, by the way, just talked about the G one. If Tony tells me he wants me to go do the G1, we'll talk about it. But he says he wants to swim in the AEW pool for a while. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. But Yeah, Joel? Uh, you, you, you sit there and you look at just the landscape of everything right now. This is, this is, this is big. This is, I had a, you know, a slightly similar feeling to when Moxley debuted. So we really didn't know Moxley was going to debut, and then he popped in. Crowd went crazy. This is like that crank ten, and it's just this is just so much fun. This is the best state pro wrestling has been in a while, and it's just fun to be a fan. It is fun to tune in every Wednesday and Friday and follow this company. And then you look at it like Tony was talking. It's like I I've always wanted to run the United Center. And we had to earn it. We had to get to that point. And I feel like we were giving you something that is worthy of running in the United Center. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And we're going to reward you for trusting us. And that seems to be the thing that AEW does very well, is they reward you for trusting them, for having faith in this company. And I mean, Tony, uh, they said in the post show that Tony, Tony's voice kind of cracked a little when he was talking about how important and how special this was. He's us. Tony Khan is us. He's yeah. a fan. He, you know, he bought, he bootlegged ECW tapes, right? Like this, he's us. He's been waiting to have this moment. He's been us that have been frustrated. He's us that heard the punk pod with Colt Cabana and were frustrated at everything that happened to punk. He's us that was frustrated when Daniel Bryan got kicked in the face by Sheamus and didn't get over right away. He's us when the Fandango thing didn't go the way that we wanted to go, it to go. He's us and dealt with all those frustrations that we have dealt with and knows how it feels to be on that side. And isn't and letting that's that happen. Why, that's also why Daniel Bryan is over because he's us. That's why CM Punk is over because he's us. That's yeah. why Adam Cole is over because he's Darby. Us. Darby is over because he is us. That's why mm-hmm. Roman Reigns never really got over to the level he w- wanted to because he isn't us. No, but that's why he works as a heel now because we want to boo that. And they finally get yeah, that. Because he's but not that was really his choice. Us. That was not Vince's choice. That was Roman's choice. Well, it was, timing was odd, but yes. Um, yeah, but, but that's the thing though. Is, is, it's about relatability. Yeah. You know, I mean, the wrestlers nowadays have to be relatable. We know that it's fake. We know we see 
people talk out of character on, on Twitter and such. You need to be relatable. We need to feel like you love it as much as we love it. That's what we, draws bingo. us to you. Bingo, bingo. And yeah, and that's that's why you're seeing guys. That's why it is the guys you can tell would be happy to wrestle in front of 50 people as long as they get to wrestle. That's why they're so over. And, you know, uh, it's funny because that's the exact opposite direction NXT is going to go now. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about uh, that in the next pod a lot more. Uh, last, well, I, I'm sure there's plenty to still say on this, but you know, I think, I I think, Punk coming back can actually be traced back to John Moxley, because John Moxley hated where he was, hated everything, left WWE, was miserable, took a chance on AEW. And it renewed his passion. And I'm sure Renee saw that in Moxley and saw how much fun Moxley was having. And that's why she said, Punk, you should come back. You should, mm-hmm. you should, you should, you should dip your toes back in. Because I think she saw everything that AEW did for John Moxley and was like, Oh, this is this is good. Things are getting good again. And now Punk's gonna reap the benefit of that. I'll tell you, I'm just happy to see him Punk is clearly in a good place. Emotionally, spiritually, physically, all of it that he talked mm-hmm. about because uh, he clearly wasn't when you listen to that Colt Cabana podcast. He was not in a good place. Do you do you remember Josh? Do you remember Josh staying up late and watching listening every, to that? I remember every moment of that. I remember you texting me that and staying up to like three in the morning listening to it, and then staying up till six in the morning listening to it again. <laughs> Oh, we and we were talking about it and we we're like, what, what is this company doing? What is this company doing? And you hear all the stories from Punk, and you're like, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. And then now here we are, what is it? Seven years later. And we're talking about his return and one of the biggest reactions. And wrestling and two point five million already. I mean, speak of two point five. The other side of uh, Rampage, I thought Daniel Garcia looked good. I thought 2.0 looked good. I thought they got guys that aren't WWE made. They weren't made in WWE. They're just guys that were wrestlers that they've been able to bring in and breathe life into. And they were able to be themselves. I really like that Daniel Garcia. I think he's quite a talent and... I really can't wait for him versus Brian Danielson because I think that'll be a really good matchup. He needs to work a little bit on his, he's got that generic, you know, create a wrestler look. He needs to work on that a little bit. You know, it's just his gear and things like that. I think that's to stand out. But I I think they can help him work on that. I think that's why you have someone like Punk. And I mean, even like there was an article about how Dean Malenko quit and I think he said something about he's been waiting 19 years to quit WWE and he finally was like I'm done and that's a great guy to have in the backstage Mm -hmm. area for your company like Mm -hmm. you just you've been pissing away great guys to have behind the scenes I think Punk is another addition to that behind the scenes that can help your roster out I think Jericho's a great guy to have in your company. I think Mark Henry's a great guy to have in your company. I think Paul White White is a good guy to have in your company. I think Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are a great guy to have, a great group to have in your company. There's a lot of really good things that you have. John uh, Eddie Kingston, who is going to retire, is a great guy to have in your locker room. And him closing the show out with uh, just looking so freaking happy. Like it just, the, the positive energy is just spilling out of the TV screen well, with AEW. I can tell you the line has been drawn in the sand. On one side is sports and entertainment. On the other side is what CM Punk said, wrestling. professional wrestling. Yep. And I don't love sports entertainment. I love professional wrestling. What, you don't like Boggs playing Apollo Cruz's leg like an air guitar? Because that happened on SmackDown tonight. I didn't see SmackDown tonight. And it sounds like I can delete it from my PVR already. 
Seth got well. We'll talk. We got SummerSlam preview coming up. We'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, yeah, so let's get to that because it's already getting late, and I know we don't want to talk about that one as much as this exciting thing. But uh, what a night! Uh, I think one of the most infamous nights in uh, wrestling history. Uh, I'm glad that I got to share it with you on the phone, Joel. Uh, I'm glad that I got to share it with you on the podcast here, Morton. And most of all, I'm glad that we got to share it here with the We Talk Wrestling fans, who I'm sure were listening to this you know, site with We Talk Podcast and We Talk Wrestling when CM Punk was first debuting in that company and on the rise of Summer That's on right, Punk. Yeah. Uh, so everything that happened there. So those people that have came from We Talk Wrestling to the One Fall, thank you for coming to here and joining us and coming all the way back now to finish off here. And the people that have been listening to One Fall, uh, which really was Joel and I first starting. I was like, why did this guy CM Punk leave? To all the way here, it's it's a uh, pretty crazy Joel of the saga you and I have been with Punk on this podcast to end here today. I blame CM Punk for all of this. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, everyone, thanks so much for listening to the One Fall podcast. It is a two parter. We will have a uh, SummerSlam and uh, Takeover uh, thirty six. Although if you look at the logo, it looks like a thirty five. It's a terrible logo. Uh, but until then, everyone. Uh, cheers. Enjoy the night, people. It's fun. Goodbye. And good night. <laughs> <laughs>